Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is the way I see it. Now, it's the time of year for your remarkable 40-day makeover, okay? It takes 40 days to change a habit, and we happen to be coming on the season of Lent, which begins in February, of course, every year. So it's a great opportunity. Lent is the 40 days before Easter, and it's been considered a spiritually sacred time throughout history and an opportunity for changing habits that may be stopping you from living your best life, your authentic life. The 40 days of Lent can be a life-changing experience, and I invite you to join me in a 40-day makeover this year. Research shows it takes 40 days or six weeks to change a habit. So it's interesting to me, before the days of scientific research, the ancient cultures used this 40-day time period for changing behavior and creating a new life. And Lent was very personal to me my entire life, from the time I was a child until the present day. Even though I'm not Catholic anymore, still it taught me the practice of every year using this 40 days to transform something within me. So each Lent in our family, we met on Ash Wednesday to choose what we were going to practice or give up for the 40 days of Lent. And as a child, I had a very bad temper. I spent these 40 days exploring my anger and who made me go off, when it happened, when, what were my triggers. We each wrote down what we wanted to give up, all six of us. We put it on the refrigerator so we could remind each other. Now, I've carried this into adult life. I'm a member of a tribe of women who we've met, I guess, for about 20 years. And each Lent, we gather to discuss what habit we want to transform in our own lives, and then we support each other when we talk about what we want to change. But please remember, each and every one of us on this planet are called to enter into our own 40-day wilderness. I call it a wilderness. I love that. I love the term. It's very union, going inside yourself, into your shadow. Lent is not limited by religion, but can be about making the 40 days out of your busy, overbooked life, stressed life, to focus on something you want to change or create. Reflect on the choices you've made in life now, the ones you're making. Are your choices leading you to your calling, to your joy, to your authentic life? Or are they leading you further away from happiness? It's a beautiful time of year. It's about slowing down. The 40 days of Lent can create a pattern that transforms you and leads you into living your authentic life, the life you were created to live. Bathe yourself in awareness and clarity. It takes six weeks to change a habit, 40 days. I invite you to create this family ritual, by the way, the 40 days each year with your family, your partner, co-workers, your really close friends. It's really cool. It kind of weaves your life together. It has us. Okay, let's talk about a habit versus a practice. A habit is an unmindful act. It's something you do often, all the time, without deciding to do it. It lacks that, you know, deciding to do it each time you do it. It's a mindless action. It's like for me when I drop something and I curse or I stub my toe and I say a nasty word. That's a bad habit, okay? It, I'm not thinking when I do it. It's a reaction. That's a habit. Now, a practice is a mindful action. It's when you do something intentionally. You're aware and you choose or decide to do it yourself. You are mindfully doing actions in your life. So you're choosing mindfully. You're not reacting mindlessly like a habit. Most people live their lives, I hate to say this, in quiet desperation, living habitually, living mindlessly. 
most of us have lived allowing our precious lives and countless innumerable opportunities to slip away. So it's all about awareness. I've had a Taoist and I've had Buddhist teachers throughout my life, along with many Christian monks and nuns. One of the basic tenets of all of these spiritual and emotional cultivation practices is developing the awareness to know the difference between habits that are crippling your life and choosing healthy practices that create mental and physical health. Awareness is also the path to courage. There's so much suffering buried in our old habits. It's too painful for many of us to look at ourselves in the mirror. Awareness is the courage to look at the naked you. For an example, I use that, that when I step my toe, drop something, hit, hurt myself, whatever, I'm in traffic, I immediately don't mean to. I don't. It's a habit. I curse. My dad did it. I was with him a lot. That's what I did. My mother didn't. She, she absolutely never did it in her life. But I picked it up from my dad, and I continue to do this terrible habit. But let's talk about a few things that may be buried under your habits. First, let's talk about fear. What causes you to feel fearful? That's where you need to go. Most of us have learned to run away from fear. No, go towards it. Research shows fear is harmful to your health. Most people unknowingly create their lives around their fears. I realized this when I worked in the financial world on Wall Street. So when I left and I went to the woods to figure out how to live an intentional life, I drew a circle, I'll never forget this, on a pie plate, a paper plate. I'll never forget this. And I put it in the middle. I wrote the five things I was most afraid of. Okay, I was afraid of being poor. I was being afraid of having no money. I was being afraid of having no power, not being beautiful, my weight, my skin, my hair. I was afraid of my status. And I was afraid of not being intelligent or educated. So I looked at these and I went, oh my God, if I don't become aware of this, these are driving my life. I'm doing everything to keep me from my fears. It's not that you conquer these fears. It's that you become aware of the fears. You can deal with them powerfully, not in fear and anxiety, but fear is, just think of it. Fear is excellent information. Write it down. Anger. Second, my life was being driven by anger. Explore your anger. Anger is a danger to your mental and physical health. Don't hate yourself for anger. Don't be ashamed by your anger. I was forever. I lived in shame because I was so angry. It's a vicious cycle. Anger is powerful, and it's there for a reason. It's, it, it's our most powerful emotion, anger is, and can cause more harm and redemption. More harm or redemption. Again, what I meant to say, it, it can cause harm or redemption, either one. And justice, depending on how you use it, just like anything. We are taught the evil of anger and that it's a sin in Western technologies and theologies. It, I was shocked when I heard my teacher, Thich Nhat Hanh, treat anger as positive and necessary. I couldn't believe it. In his book, Anger, Thich Nhat Hanh invites us to treat our anger like a baby who needs love and care. This book, Anger, changed my life and it can transform yours too. Please get it. It's by Thich Nhat Hanh and it's called Anger. The third is shame. Toxic shame is seated in your childhood messages. Parents can send unhelpful, harmful messages. I don't think they mean to, but things like when they say, that was a dumb decision. You are lazy, just like your mother. 
or don't get your hopes up, you're never going to be a doctor. Things like that really send harmful messages. Disapproval and disappointment can make you feel painfully vulnerable, inadequate, even unworthy of love and positive attention. Abuse, neglect, and emotionally distant parenting can create shame in your life. Parents who cannot meet your physical and emotional needs can make you feel not loved, and you can experience toxic shame. Fourth is secrets. We have an old saying in psychology. Secrets kill and the truth heals. Family secrets like pregnancies, abortions, rapes, sexual molestation, physical violence. So many of us women with our own secrets and those of other women. Yep, secrets. Five is addictions. Addictions are cravings and attachments. As my Buddhist friends would say, cravings and attachments are your dependence on these or your dependence on these may keep your attention and focus. So what they believe is that your cravings and attachments, like if I am, my need to be beautiful all the time, or my need is to be thin, my need is to have uh, status, whatever my cravings and attachments are, my, we call them addictions in the Buddhist vernacular, we we'll call them cravings and attachments, they will distort our lives, distort and destroy them. So it's the awareness of these. Again, no judgment. We all have them. We're human. What are you self-medicating on? Ask yourself this with the cravings and attachments. Is it technology? Your phone? Your computer? Your iPad? TV? Emails? Texts? Is it social media? Facebook? Instagram? Pinterest? TikTok? Is it one of those? Is it food? Maybe it's alcohol? Drugs? Smoking? Maybe vaping? Check it out. The next thing to explore in your awareness is intimacy. What's keeping you from connecting to others? Dean Ornish says, isolation kills, community heals. We know intimacy means not just sexual intimacy, but having a good friend, having a community, a neighbor you can talk to, someone that you can unfold your life with that will accept you. So those are the six challenges that, is, again, we all have them. We're all human. So these are universal. So now let's talk about a few 40-day makeover tips. First, write it out. Journal about these habits. Write them down, okay? Write this year. Write it's my 40-day makeover, lit makeover, whatever you want to write. And journal these. Write down the habits. And be kind and gentle and loving to yourself as you're writing them down. Two, be calm and meditate. Relax, be calm, okay? Five minutes at least a day during these 40 days, go to the meditation room at the Mindful Living Network, or you can go to YouTube and go to the meditation room at uh, the Mindful Living Network. And um, go there. We have lots of meditation uh, classes that are beautiful. They're visual, they're videos and audio. And also, um, you can get the Calm app. You can get the... um, uh, let me see, uh, Insight Timer is one that I really love. I used it for God knows how many years. Uh, we also have a Mindful Living Network app in the App Store. That's great. So get a little app, start at five minutes a day, and see if you can increase it through the 40 days to 10 minutes. Next, time. How are you investing your time, your future? Okay, there's Kairos and Kronos. Kairos is God's time. Okay, God's time. There's no beginning, no end, eternity. Versus human calendar time. 
it's short. When you get to my stage of life, you will realize how short it is. How are you investing your time? Think about it like you invest in some huge, wonderful investment company or an investment tool. How are you investing your time? Give up over scheduling. Create space for leisure and nourishment, not just for the weekend, during each day of your life. You may not live till the weekend. Walk outside. Absorb nature. Take a drink of water or tea in a beautiful china cup. Okay? Play or hug with your pet. Do some yoga stretches. Meditate for five minutes. Okay? Time. It's your time. Expand and contract it. Next is four is technology cleanse. Each day, make a commitment to stop using the internet, Facebook, or emails for a certain time during the day. Maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Take this time to nourish yourself and your family. That's when to either go for that little walk, do some stretches, play with your dog or cat. You will learn to listen to your inner voice and be a better person, a more present person, a happier person. What a gift. Fifth is the clutter in your life. Examine the clutter in your life. Cupboards, drawers, closets, your card, digital clutter, your emails, your relationships. Clear the clutter in these 40 days and clear your mind. Research shows clutter causes anxiety, depression, and isolation. Six, what's rotten in your life? Okay, get rid of what's rotten in your life. What's become rotten? It's not just in your refrigerator. How about your relationships? Which ones need to be cleaned up and thrown out? Counseling or disillusion? Meaning get rid of it or get counseling. What are you going to do? Dissolution. Work, personal, your neighbors at work, your personal, your family, your neighbors. Okay, at least the vegetables or fruit in your refrigerator, you can smell them. And they'll deteriorate and start watering and you have to throw them out. We keep too many rotten relationships around us. Some relationships need healing. Some need thrown out, just like the old vegetables. Tell those you know that are in a wounded relationship with you that you are now on your journey to wholeness. So how can we move forward from here? Ask them. Talk about it. Share this information. Next, number seven is organize. Each day, discover new ways to organize your life. Get a daily calendar that you like or love and use it daily to keep yourself organized. Don't forget to schedule in space for yoga stretches, short meditation, healthy snacks. Drink water throughout the day. Go to the grocery store once a week with a complete list. Set a timer one hour before you leave work so you can clean off your desk. Then you don't come back in the next day and it's a mess and unorganized. And again, organize a drawer or closet each week, just one a week, and you're going to feel great. Next is sleep hygiene. This is for your 40 days. Set your alarm, choose a time you'll be in bed each night. I have an alarm on mine, and it's 10 o'clock, and it goes, um, what do I call it, bedtime rituals. Every night, put a book by your bed or listen to guided imagery downloads. Both of these will create peace and health in your mind and your body and your soul. After 40 days, you'll wonder why you stayed up so late to watch the late shows. They rev you up, get you up. This is a, It's time to calm down, unplug, slow down, not rev up. Remember, you can always tape these shows and watch them the next day. Nine is read. 
Reading reduces stress, nourishes your body, mind, and soul. Please, read for at least 30 minutes a day for the next 30 days. 40 days, excuse me. Learn about an inspirational person who's changed our world. Read a powerful novel. Travel to a distant land. Visit cultures through reading. 40 days of just reading 30 minutes a day will transform your life, I promise you. I'm a big reader. I love it. It's magical. 10. Move your body. Move your mind. Each day, find some small way to get that body moving. Do Zumba. Do some dancing. Do some yoga. Tai Chi. You know, walk. Take a small walk and so on. Be creative in how you move your body. Just, just again, I just said, a few minutes each day. I'm telling you, after 40 days, you'll be a new person. Next is food. Try to eat mindfully and include more fruit and vegetables in your meal for 40 days. Add one fruit, one vegetable. Reduce your meat intake during the special times. I grew up Catholic, so we didn't eat meat on Friday. So um, a lot of people still do that practice just so they can go meatless one day a week. I don't eat meat anymore, so that doesn't affect me. But explore meatless products and fish options during the 40 days. Take a minute to look at your plate and give reverent respect and gratitude for your food. This practice will create health and happiness over these 40 days, and you will experience food and your meals completely different. Also, what a wonderful, absolute wonderful teaching tool for your children to teach them to stop, look at their food, and be grateful. What a peaceful thing for your family to do. Twelfth, family night. One night a week, gather the family to play a game, paint, do a puzzle, read a story, discuss what it means to each of you. This will imprint precious memories for your children for your entire life. One night a week, just for six weeks during these 40 days, okay? Next, maybe you want to find a spiritual director or a counselor, some person to direct you in spiritual guidance. I happen to be a certified spiritual director, and there are many around. You may want to explore a director in spirituality or somebody in your own faith that you're interested in pursuing, or another faith, whatever. And last but not least, how about a virtue and value calendar? You're, you know, you can explore virtues and goals for 40 days. Write the word of one virtue or practice each day. Okay, like hope, kindness, compassion, forgiveness. Just take the 40 days and write one word each day, peace, whatever it is. And then each day for those 40 days, explore that word with your family or friends on that day. On my 40-day calendar, I have written words such as suffering, pride, discipline, anger, fear, grief, compassion, surrender, and that. Those are the kinds of words I've written on my 40-day calendar. So, okay, this was uh, the seed I planted in your heart, I hope, and in your mind for your remarkable 40-day makeover, uh, be it if you want to think of it as Lent or not. Please, these 40 days can be magical, I promise you. It has, it's changed my life in ways I can never tell you. Other people, my friends, my tribe, we do this. It's, it's amazing. Do it in your family, do it to yourself. You might want to challenge people on Facebook. Do your, you know, remarkable 40-day makeover. Uh, I am uh, Dr. Kathleen Hall. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for the privilege of your time. Please go to our Mindful Living Network, mindfullivingnetwork.com or ourmln.com. We, we want to heal the world, transform the world, come together so that we can create a mindful world that we can all save together. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, 
anywhere or everywhere, please download our app and please uh, ch uh, check out our newsletter. I love our newsletter. All you do is go on the website, it'll pop up and click newsletter. We never give information to other people. We keep it personally for ourselves. It's sacred. We consider it part of you. So, thank you for joining us again. And I wish you absolutely uh, a remarkable 40-day makeover for yourself. Take care.